I think that the integration of cities and slums is going to come primarily from the recognition by the population in the rest of the city that slums are an incredibly valuable part of the urban fabric and of the urban assets. And once that's realized, I think there'll be pressure on policymakers to take advantage of this underutilized resource, which is the intelligence of these people, the creativity, their purchasing power, their production power, and their incredible energy, which is right now being really underutilized. Once that's happened, I think policies can be made, but I want to say that if the policy is going to do an investment in squatter settlements, slums, it has to be in human and social capital. As long as the people have the education and they're supported in what they do, they can do their infrastructure, they can demand it or they can build it, they have a lot of capacity. And so I prefer to start with the human and social development and have the physical work after that. I think that the governments know very well what the approach to squatter settlements are in slums. They just don't want to do it. So they have all the words perfectly. Participation, diagnostic study, setting up measures for evaluation, involving the community, having feedback loops, um, accountability. But when you come to the reality, when you come to the reality, what happens is the people who are making decisions are often more interested in doing policies, programs, and budget expenditures that help the elite of the city. And they want to have that world-class city, which means that for them, low-income uh, people, the people who they consider marginalized, are not in the picture. So even though the rhetoric is perfect and what they write in their plans is excellent, when it comes to implementation, I think they really don't want to follow up because it's not in their self-interest, except for those policymakers who really do care about the people and understand that the real city is an integration between the formal and informal because the city cannot work with either one absent. The city cannot work if all the informal settlements uh, residents went on strike for a day, the city would fall apart. And so once they realize that, I think um, you'll have a good solution. I think the city of the future will not look like some fantastic space station on Mars or some amazing thing that some environmentalists and architects try to design in very rich areas. I think the city of the future will look a lot like a combination of Rosinha, which is a very large, very dense uh, squatter community in Rio, um, and that uses resources very well, and the city that exists, which will be a city for the people who like to live behind bars and um, protect themselves and not interact with other people. But the more the cities are heterogeneous, the more they are going to be innovative. So my hope for megacities is that because they're very dense and they're very diverse, that that gives rise to many innovations, which will be good for everyone in the city, not just for the squatter settlements, not just for the slums, not just for the elite, but make the entire city convivial, dynamic, safe, productive, fascinating. I mean, a lot of the culture and the richness that comes from the traditions in these countries uh, are concentrated in the cities now. And if you try to make everyone be in a grid and be homogeneous, you're going to lose a lot of the thrill of going to different cities around the world.